for Health's Sake, a simple chat for better health. I'm your host, Donna Karras. These podcasts are a publication of Amory Hospital and Clinic, Hudson Hospital and Clinic, Lakeview Hospital, Stillwater Medical Group, and Westfield Hospital and Clinic. All are part of a nonprofit healthcare organization committed to enhancing community health. I'm talking with gynecologist Dr. Abigail Heller from Stillwater Medical Group. We're talking about appointments during the stay-at-home orders. Dr. Heller, can patients still schedule appointments with you or another gynecologist while we follow coronavirus guidelines? Yes, you can, and we want to see you. Um, We are offering two different platforms for appointments. There are both video visits or non-essential visits, but things, questions you need to get answered. These are going to be in a Skype or like FaceTime kind of format. And then there's in-person visits. And this is for all essential visits. We do feel it is important to follow the governor's restrictions and social distancing practices to keep you and your loved ones and us as healthcare providers safe from coronavirus while still providing you excellent care during this time. When is a virtual visit helpful? So video or virtual visits are helpful for literally almost any type of consultative visit. What that includes is abnormal bleeding patterns or painful periods, contraception concerns, hormone concerns, menopause issues, low libido or sexual concerns. All of that is Uh, very easily figured out via video. Also, any initial teen visits from pain issues to contraceptions to bleeding, this is a very comfortable format for teens to see us in. They know there's no exam, they can be in the comfort of their own home, and it definitely reduces anxiety for that first visit to the gynecologist. We also are doing some educational OB visits, as well as infertility and preconception counseling. Preconception counseling visits are visits for when you're thinking about getting pregnant and you either need to understand more about your medical history and how it'll influence pregnancy or maybe medications and how they'll influence pregnancy. Also, we can see you for any mood concerns, whether it's anxiety, depression, PMS issues, and postmenopausal concerns like postmenopausal bleeding or vaginal dryness. All of these issues are easily taken care of via video. And the reason for that is as a gynecologist or a clinician in general, the majority of our perception of what's going on is actually figured out through the interview or your history. So we don't necessarily always need an exam to be able to help you and create a management plan. When do you need to see the patient for an in-person appointment? So we need to see you in the clinic for acute or quick onset reasons, meaning acute onset severe pain uh, that you can't get to go away with Tylenol or ibuprofen or super heavy bleeding especially if you're having any symptoms of anemia, like fatigue, shortness of breath, dizziness. Also, for procedure visits, 
like IUDs and Mexplanons. These have recently been included in things that are essential. So contraception is essential and we can provide that now. Also, follow up for abnormal pap smears. This is a procedure visit, so we need to see you in the office. The majority of our OB care also needs to be hands-on care. For low-risk patients, some of these visits can be video visits, but the majority are going to be in-person visits, especially for high-risk pregnancies. Also, vaginal infections or UTIs that are not improving after virtual treatment or a video visit treatment need to be seen. And rashes, bumps, lesions also need to be seen. We need to see that with our own eyes in order to tell you what's going on. Finally, annual exams need to be in person. Those require pap smears and breast exams. And we just can't do that to see a video. I wish we could, but we can't. How are we protecting everyone who comes in for an an in-person visit? We have thought about this meticulously, and I think we've done a really good job of creating a plan that protects every person in the clinic, including the patient. Protection for an in-person visit really starts well before the visit. You will get a phone call one to two days before your visit screening you for any COVID-19 symptoms. If you have these, your care will likely take place at the respiratory sites in order to keep all of our patients safe and you safe. If you screen negative for that COVID-19 screen, then you're going to present to the clinic on the day of your appointment. Upon entering the building for your visit, you will be greeted by another clinician who again screens for COVID and takes your temperature. After passing that screen, you have your visit. As you can see, it's a couple hoops to jump through just to be seen in the clinic. And this is so that we keep our clinic a well site, free of any respiratory symptoms to keep you and our staff healthy. You will notice at the visit that all the staff are masked with eye protection. And we also practice social distancing during your clinic visit as much as possible. We also recommend that you come to clinic with a mask on per the CDC guidelines as well. Can you bring someone with you to the in-person visit? No, this is probably the biggest bummer about coronavirus. Unfortunately, coronavirus is very contagious, and we have a fair amount of asymptomatic carriers of the virus, so we have a no-visitor policy for both visits in office as well as ultrasounds. It can be very disheartening, and we understand that. But ultimately, this is for your safety and the safety of others around you. For ultrasound, we do allow FaceTime or Skype or videos during those visits so that your partner can see your baby and we don't take away that special time from you guys. This is actually where telemedicine is super nice because your partner can be present for your visits. So for some of those OB visits or gynecologic consultations, it's really nice to have a video visit because your partner is there versus being in clinic where they can't be there. When a couple goes into labor, what new precautions can they expect at the birth center? So precautions are literally changing day by day. So I have a feeling by the time this airs, we will have even other precautions in place. But I'm going to go through the ones that are current. We do have a one support person or visitor guideline during labor and delivery. And that person can come and go currently on labor and delivery, but you can only have one person. 
You will also see all the staff have masks and eye protection. In addition, since OB patients are more at risk for aerosolizing the virus, which means coughing or sneezing the virus during pushing, during labor, and they also have an increased need for potential C-section during labor, we are now rolling out new precautions. Those include if any pregnant woman 38 weeks with symptoms of coronavirus, they are going to be screened for coronavirus now. Also, any pregnant woman who will be having an induction of labor or a C-section will also be screened for COVID. These women are not women who have symptoms of COVID currently. This is to protect all of us, healthcare providers, as well as use our protective equipment widely. And we really feel that this is going to give everybody the best care. Another thing to expect is a very quiet, peaceful birth experience. The majority of patients have really actually enjoyed these moments of getting to know their new little one during coronavirus. Any other words of advice? Ultimately, we are going to get through this together. The advantage of living in the Midwest is that we have had the ability of time to watch and learn how other places have handled coronavirus, and we are able to learn lessons from them. I feel very optimistic about our plans and feel that our patients are being given the best care possible because of this. Good luck to you and your pregnancy, and we're so excited for you to meet this baby. It's great information. Thanks, Dr. Heller. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening. 